There we go. That was a mess up. <laughs> Hello and welcome to <laughs> the live edition of Raising the Revival Generation. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We are professionals over here. Really, I, nothing is more professional than what we have going on here. I just pushed about 16 buttons <laughs> in the course of two seconds to was get it, everything to work and it still didn't work. Was it right. all of your sound effects? No, but this one's for you. Mm. There you go. Already starting a fight. <laughs> well, welcome to the live edition of Raising the Revival Generation. And we are, I don't know what we're doing right now. She's doing stuff. She's I doing am. the house, the housekeeping rules, the things that we do normally before we start. Um, and I'm going to wait for you to. Yeah, I'd welcome us in. You type really fast. I know. But so welcome to. <laughs> For the third time, fifth time, whatever time, <laughs> we just uh, we thought it would be fun to jump on here and do a live episode as we're going into this new year, 2024. What a, I was going to say a roller coaster 2023 has been, but actually it's not been a roller coaster. It's been an, it's been an exciting journey. Like it's been, yeah. for us, it's been one that's been it's like been God's been year. bringing us up and up and up yes. and up. And uh, even this Sunday as I was preaching to the congregation, I, I told them I am so excited for what God is going to do in 2024 in, in our in our lives, in our family, in our ministry, um, and then also in the lives of those who we minister to, that this is going to be the year where God does extreme, exceedingly, Amen. abundantly, more than we could ever hope or imagine. And before we go too far into this, don't you have some stuff that you have to say? Yeah, so you can go ahead. If you're watching us live, you can... Well, if you're watching us live, that probably means you subscribe, I would think, unless this has been shared onto, you know, the, the feed. But, you know, go ahead and follow us on to uh, Facebook. What are we on? We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on TikTok. We're on oh, Instagram. You know, you know, you know. And of course, if you want just a little bit more, <laughs> join our Facebook group. We have a lot of fun things coming up for that group. So that's uh, Raising the Revival Generation Go on. Fellowship? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you set it up. Oh, sorry, it, I'm listening to you. I don't want to listen to myself. Sorry, it's been a minute. Like, we they, we told you guys, this has been a crazy, especially end of year for us. We've had so much going on. You know, everything was launched with the wedding of our daughter. Who hey, she's I think jumped on. She just jumped on. She oh, just commented. Look, we're talking so. about you. And, uh, and then, of course, we then quickly ran into moving and that was a huge thing of course it's always a big deal when you move but especially when you move states away like it's a lot and then now we are pastoring here in metro new york city or right outside the city actually we're in new jersey but we're right outside the city you can see the skyline um and that of course is just there's a lot that comes with that and you know seven kids one dog Two adult cats and four kittens that we currently have. Yay. <laughs> so anyway, now it's back to you so I can finish asking these questions here on the Facebook feed. Okay. <laughs> if I could just stop hitting my mic. That uh, would be wonderful. Back to me. I you was, know, it's always okay, awkward ahead. when we go live on this. Yeah. Like you... we do much better when we're not live. Like we don't ever do cuts. Like we don't, we hardly ever edit something out unless like a kid comes in naked or something like that like we, we we just like don't you know oh josh loves us but when we're live thank you josh we're just, it's just like a level of awkwardness yeah especially you well i'm just i'm reading everybody's comments so 
yeah. Well, when we when we pre-record it, I can edit out all the times you cuss at me, you slap me. It's very hard. It's a hard. It's a hard road. Uh-huh. Um, but no, in all seriousness, uh, I'm I'm waiting for you to stop doing what you're doing. I'm I'm, I'm you're distracting me. You don't want people to sew into our ministry today. That's a loaded question. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, oh, she likes your sweater. This was hers. Oh, it's it's like it would fit like an elephant. It's so ginormous. So um, welcome to the worst intro ever to a podcast. <laughs> Which is why she didn't want anymore because so. it was so like huge. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> are you done with your typing? I'm not. I'm okay. She's I, not done with I'm not done. So That's you why you're supposed about, to get then? going. You can start the episode. That's why I already told you. All right, I can Just start do what the you're episode. Told. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be a conversation, not a dialogue or a monologue. Look, if I want follow to us for more marriage advice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm just getting the links. That's all I want to do. Just getting the links. That's I'm all trying she wants to do. here. So if you could, if you have any questions you have for us, because she's posting questions now, I would like you to add them to the comments and be a part of this conversation that we're having. And so um, I can't help but look at your fingers as you're typing. I don't know if it's his nosiness or what, but every time you type, I'm looking over your shoulder. Are you scared I'm going to talk about you? I don't know what you're doing. That's what Lexi and be like, Someone said boom roasted. That was Lexi. My daughter doesn't cuss. Well, I think you have in the past, just so you know. Uh, but we're not going to bring up the path. Oh. Uh, but, but anyways, enough with her. We, uh, we are excited about what God is going to do in 2024. And so we wanted to jump on and we wanted to just share a little bit. Um, we were, as we were in, in prayer and in fasting, actually we're heading into a season of fasting. We're going to, yes. we're doing, we're doing 21 days of prayer. Um, and actually we would like to invite you as part of the Raising Revival Generation family to join us in this 21 days of prayer and fasting and seeking God um, and humbling ourselves and just putting it all out there for God to do a mighty move in our lives, through our lives. And um, we brought our church along, as you know, there's like, so we were talking about this too. So it's bunny trail. We have our family. We have our business that you kind of run. We have our ministry, which is, which is Carl Stack Christian Assembly, pastoring and raising up the body of believers there. And That's then we have, the name. Uh, we, well, I just did. And then, then we, ha- well, I share the videos sometimes yeah. too, though, so they're going to know. And then we have uh, Raising the Revival Generation, which we're sorry, we've kind of neglected you a little bit. Um, I, tr- I, I, I have to apologize, but, but with all the chaos of, of all those things, like we've, we're, we've kindly, we finally we also found have seven kids, we also have six seven that kids, we homeschool, one dog. Two adult cats and four baby kittens, okay? And a partridge and a pear tree. And then Christmas, then Thanksgiving, then having to pay well, parking tickets. It's, it's, been a crazy, it's been a crazy past couple months. And neighbors. And neighbors. What? We have okay, neighbors. Whatever. We have a lot of neighbors. But uh, yes. but with all that, we're, we are excited for all that God is unfolding. And we're, we're preparing our lives for what he has through prayer and fasting. Yeah. Um, we're getting ready as a, as a body of believers, like I said, to, to enter into that season. We're starting tomorrow. And the reason why we're starting tomorrow is because you need that one day in January to gorge yourself. Yeah, I had my last piece of cake like just three minutes ago. Really? Yeah, I, so had my last pistachio I had my cake. last stromboli. Our, uh, one of our pastors here is just phenomenal at all baking, cooking, everything. So anyway, that's another bunny trail. But I guess to add to what you were saying is that we wanted to get off on the right foot with Revival Generation Ministries this year. You know, this is a um, 
I, I couldn't a, even get a cohesive thought out in that whole intro, just so you know, so please take This over. is a valuable ministry. This is a ministry that God laid on our heart one year ago. We're really coming up to our one-year anniversary. I don't remember the exact launch date, like but it was it was in like Jan- right around our, yeah, our anniversary. anniversary. It was in January that God began. It was actually in this fast, this 21-day fast, that yes. God began to stir in our hearts about Revival Generation Ministries. And it was just a couple months before that I heard two words, revival and increase, and that's exactly you know what has happened. And so we wanted to start the year off right and not neglect this ministry. And now that we're coming out of Christmas and the Christmas season, we are ready to just run straight ahead. To jump in on yeah. all, all full board, like just go. That's right. Just go. And, uh, and, and it's our prayer that this year would be the year of increased faith. Yes, amen. Um, we brought it, we... <laughs> We brought it. We talked about our, our own journey about how God, how we were asking God for faith, and then it's it's like God accelerated it in our life. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so we we are on this journey of of believing God for the impossible, and and what our hope is is to take others along in that journey with mm-hmm. us. Um, we 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 are finishing up two years, uh, two years, two months of pastoring. Right, we're yes. we're, on our, we're going through our second month of pastoring. And uh, one thing that we had prayed and we had seeked God for before we even came down here, we were praying for was that God would increase the faith of the body. Yes. And uh, and after two weeks, uh, two weeks, two months. Wow, you're struggling with words. This is really hard. I can get up and preach in front of thousands of people. I have no problem. I stare at a camera. I lose all sense of who I am in reality. Um, but, but after two months, we've seen that increase of faith. And it's and it's amazing. And even being and even preaching yesterday. That message about um, about God's plan coming to pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so at Christmas time, I preached out of Luke chapter two, which is what you preach out of. It's the famous, one of the most famous Christmas passages of all time. And it, and uh, and what God revealed to me at that when I was getting ready to preach that sermon was that when God speaks, everything aligns with His word. That's right. And so we're in that in Luke chapter two, if you if you don't know, it's the birth of Jesus Christ, and it starts off with uh, with Caesar Augustus giving this decree that everyone should be sent should go to his own town to, for a census, which means that Joseph had to go back to Bethlehem, where he was from, which is already spoken by God where the where the Messiah would come from. Right. And what Caesar thought he was doing, he thought he was just making a political decision, but he was aligning himself with the words that God spoke through the prophet Micah in chapter five. Right. And so at Christmas time, I preached that even the world itself aligns with what God's word says. Amen. And then this past Sunday, we're continuing at, at the church to go through the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so we went to the very next passage where Herod gets in a temper tantrum and tries to kill a two-year-old, right? And, and that's literally what happens. It's a, it's a demonic attack against the plan of God. God's plan is to send Jesus Christ so that he can carry the cross and set people free from their sins. That's what the angel tells uh, Joseph. In Matthew chapter one, he says his name will be Jesus because mm-hmm. he will he will save the people from their sins, and uh, so Herod's trying to stop that because it's a demonic attack against the will of God, which is going to happen in our lives. That's right. But then the the what God revealed to me in that passage, and as I was preaching it, was that even Satan can't stop the will of God. That's right. God God tells God says in His Word that He that His Word does not return to Him void, but it, when He speaks it, it sets out and it prospers in all that He sets it out to do. And so in that, God watches over his word. 
And so as I was preaching that yesterday and, and trying to get the, the, the body into, we're ending 2023, but we're entering 2024, and it's going to be the, the year of the Lord's favor and the year of victory for our church and for us as believers and for you who's listening right now. It's because God upholds his word. He watches over his promises, and even the attacks of the enemy cannot stand Amen. against the promises of God. Yes. They will come to pass. Just like Caesar aligned himself with the word of God, Satan cannot conquer the word of God. God watches over his word. Mm -hmm. And when we believe it and we walk in faith, which is what we're going to do in 2024, we're going to see the miraculous signs and wonders that God promises in his word. We're going to see the victory. And um, do you have anything you want to add to that? Well, I mean, I really, I really believe that we're heading into a, a year of glory. You know, that's what, that's what we named this episode is the year of glory. We're heading into a glorious year for the church, for God's people, for the people, the the people that He has set apart, and we're believing big things for the church this year. The church on a whole, our you church. Hear that, Brandon? You hear that? Oh, Brandon! The, the Duminator has signed the great brand Bambino uh, himself, Brandino. So, so not just our church, but um, you know the church on a whole, the big, capital C church, yeah. big church, right? Yep. We believe that God, and and we've seen that the past. What, four years? No, 2020. Brandon tuned in at the right time because he missed all the flopping of the intro. So <laughs> you tuned in. Sorry. It's good. So uh, we, we saw that in 2020, right? We saw that God began to shift things, right? Because we had a cold, dead church, right? We had a church that was, uh, I mean, not every church, you know, obviously God is still doing something, but it was a wake-up call. 2020 was a wake-up call for the American church and, and the worldwide church and God, he's not satisfied to just have lukewarm Christians who, you know, we do our, our Sunday thing, we go to church, we might send our kid to youth group or whatever. That's, that's not, he's not satisfied with that. Yeah. Right. He wants sold out people, people who give their whole hearts to him. Right. And, and people who want to see the nations change. Right. And, and nations is a big thing that I keep hearing over and over again. It's actually one thing that I pray over this area that we live in all the time because we're in this, you know, we're in the melting pot area, right? Uh, right outside of New York City. And in New York City, there's so many beautiful ethnicities here and cultures here. And um, so when I pray, I pray for the nations here because this is really just like an, an epicenter for that. And I, I truly believe that God wants the nations. He wants to turn uh, the people. He wants to, he wants their hearts and he's going to use the church for that, right? And, and we're not going to talk bad about the church. We want to encourage the church. We want to uplift the church because we're believing that he's doing great and mighty things. Amen. 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 What were you saying? That. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> One track <mine>. Cut. <laughs> Whatever you said, I agree with. <laughs> what were you saying? I, well, I, I mean, I could tell you, but I don't know no, if you I said, want You said great and mighty you. things. I was commenting to someone's comment and they were harassing you, so I had to go put them in their place. You spelled you were wrong. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're a troll. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. No, but you're right. That the big church, right? That's what you're talking about, and mm -hmm. and and that's one thing that God says in His Word. He tells the He tells this to Peter, right? Jesus says this to Peter. He says He says, um, "Blessed are you, Simon Peter, for the Spirit revealed." He says, "Who am Who do people say I am?" And then Jesus says, "Who do you say I am?" And He says, "That you're the that was on live camera." He says, "You are <laughs> the Christ. Like a hair in you my are eyes. the Christ, the Son of the Living God." This is excellent. <laughs> and uh, and then Peter says that on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That the church of Jesus Christ is forcefully advancing and the gates of hell are not going to prevail. Right. You want to know what, when you're at the gates of something, that means that you're on their turf, right? The gates are, the, are like when they would go into the city of, of David, Jerusalem, right? There would be the gates of the city. And when it was invaded, the enemy army would come against the gates mm -hmm. 
and smash it. And he and Jesus is saying that the church is going to be the force that busts down the kingdom of darkness. That's right. The gates of hell. And that's what we're believing for 2024. As the world, as, as, the, as the coming of Jesus Christ gets nearer and nearer, we're going to see the things that God promises in his word. That's right. right? We are living, as, as Peter says in Acts chapter 2, he says These, this is the kickoff for the last days. Amen. That the spirit of God is going to be poured out on all flesh. There's going to be signs and wonders. There's going to be visions and dreams, and there's going to be salvation. Yes. Those are the things that he promises in Acts chapter 2. That's the sign. That's the Spirit of God being poured out. But the other thing he says is that the Antichrist spirit is in this world. And in John, 1 John, this is, I love this, because he says the Antichrist spirit is in this world. But you are anointed, he tells him. Yeah. But you are anointed. So you don't need to worry about the kingdom of darkness because you're anointed to accomplish the task that God has called you a task. The kingdom of God will forcefully advance and the gates of hell will not prevail against the, the assault. We're on assault, okay? We're taking yeah. the kingdom Amen. of light to those who are bound in darkness, to those who are in depression, to those who are stuck in addiction. That's what God has called us to do. And we walk in power and authority. Hmm. And I'm excited. I, I get more and more excited the more I keep pro proclaiming this message and seeing other people getting lit up Amen. with that. They're having an awakening. Yeah, that we're seeing, right. we're seeing, we're seeing the spirit of God move in people's lives and get them into this position where they, where they're starting to believe. And not only are they believing, but they're acting in faith yes. and and seeing things happen. Um, well, I, I think what we need to do. Shout or, out to John Phillips who said Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Happy Year, New buddy. Year. I miss you a lot. Childhood friend. I don't know if that's a John Phillips. It is. It is. It's that one? Yes. Because we have a follower, John Phillips, also. Oh, then maybe I'm wrong. Anyway. Happy, I think, happy I, New Year I, I to think you, too, anyways, buddy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> besides the point. But, you know, one thing that I think that we're beginning to see, and especially through this past year, is we're beginning, no, to, we're beginning to see people take authority in their life. Yeah. Take the spiritual authority that is their right as a Christ follower, as a child of God. We're beginning to see people take their authority, and, they're, and what they're doing is, is that they're casting off fear. Right. Yeah. Because without fear, right, we, we can step into those victorious places. And when we can begin to say fear, shut up, you're not. And fear can look in a lot of different things. Like one thing we don't talk about a lot is, you know, like anxiety. That's a spirit. That's a that's a fear based spirit. And and God has not given us that spirit. Right. We have authority over that. Mm. And and um, but I, I really believe that we're beginning to see believers begin to take authority and say, you know what, I'm not going to live in fear. And we hear about we hear like that, you know, fear is spoken all the time. It's spoken and, and we have to be careful on how we how we speak things like even even in in small things yeah. and even in, in, in big things, you know, we, we, we get that living here. We sometimes get a lot of fear stuff spoken to us, you know, like even like with our children, like, Oh, don't, walk, don't let them walk down the road, you know, stuff like that. And, and what, what's exciting don't is walk down the road. Yeah. We get that a lot. Like, you know, don't, don't, don't let them out of your sight. And, you know, obviously we wouldn't let them out of our sight anywhere. So not just here. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you looked like you were confused. You like I you was were, listening intently. You looked like you were disagreeing with me, and I was like, "Great," but 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 what we begin to say is like, "No, you know, I'm not going to live in fear. I'm going to do what God has called me to do. Because if God has called me to do something, then He's going to equip, and He's going to enable, and He's going to protect me." Amen. 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 You're so distracted. You're what driving me. What did that question mean? Is it further to New York or by bus? How did I know it was my dad before I knew it was? Okay, my keep dad. going. Sorry. I'm so, it's hard to read. 
Go. I this will be our Go. I say this every time. This will be our last live episode because he cannot handle it. Well, at least this one isn't. I'm trying to have a nice episode. We tried to record. I'm trying to have a nice episode and you're distracted and you're not listening. That's what my teacher used to say. (laughs) Maybe, maybe we need to talk about marriage tonight. No. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Conflict resolution. How to host a podcast with your spouse when they're distracted. I'll just stare at the picture of me in the back. (laughs) I think you should get up and I think you should bring it over and show them that picture. Oh, no. Just go. (laughs) I got it. I finished. We're just, I not, try, we're, we're I just keep, not gonna let the kids out of our sight. That's where we leave this. No, okay. that's not okay. what I said. <laughs> I keep trying to get this episode somewhere and you're completely distracted. Sorry. So you can take it from here. I can? Yeah, okay. Go for it. Okay. So welcome to Raising the Revival Generation. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Anyways. <laughs> Whenever we have an episode like this, my dad always says something about it and how chaotic it is. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) Listen, we just came out of a house upstairs that has seven children, one cat. There's only six up there. Well, the other one's mouthy online, so I mean, we can't escape it. But uh, but so going into 2024, what we've got thus far is that the the kingdom of God is going to forcefully advance and we're not going to stop watching our kids. You Praise literally God. missed everything. <laughs> but anyways. I can't. They just got to really get... You literally missed everything I said. I wasn't just talking about that. I was talking about fear. Oh, fear. Yes. Okay, that's where you were going. Well, that, no, I, the, I, I said a whole long thing and you missed it. Someone someone, give them the recap. Please. In five in five words or less. Um, oh, Brandon. But with that... No, but, but, but this is something we've been dealing with, right? So like... So, not letting our kids walk down the road. <laughs> yes, they always want to run down the road. I don't know why, but uh, well, okay. So this is like a this is like a thing because like we we have um, we have encountered some demonic activity in our neighborhood, and, and when we say like demonic activity, like we, that we mean it. You know, like that. that oh, it, we it, had family over for it. Yes. Yeah. You know, we have people witness and there's been, you know, things since then there's, there's some real big strongholds here. And so like when we're talking about not letting our kids walk down the street, like there, you know, there's a purpose that we're saying in that we're not just, we're not that crazy sheltered people. Right. But, uh, so let's preface by saying that, but we have no fear. Yeah. There's no fear. Our kids don't even have fear. Our kids might get annoyed, but there's no fear. Can we share that encounter? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go we, ahead. We don't well, have to say names. No, we don't have to say names. All right, so we're, yeah. there, there, it's been a long time since we told a story, actually. Yeah, so, the, yeah. so this is recent. I'll do it. Okay, you go for Sometimes it. Sometimes you forget parts. Well, I was just going to share the first part So when I was out there by myself. What? The first well, part. Well, so there we are sitting Christmas. I'll let you take on in a minute. Okay. There we are. It's Christmas night. We're sitting there. Um, the floor is very hard to see because there's wrapping paper and stuff everywhere. Our kids had a entirely blessed Christmas. Um, my parents were up visiting and uh, it was just, it was great. I think we'd had, no, the pies had like just come out of the oven. They were yeah. like cooling, you know, so we're getting ready for dessert. Not that any of us needed it, but we were going to have it. And um, the doorbell rang. And so, you know, to preface this, we've been there, we've been here for two months. So, you know, we don't really know people outside of our church yet. We know a few people, but not not, not really. Um, and I, I mean, t- technically, I could see somebody from the church coming on Christmas, but to like drop something off, not to come and visit or anything like that. But uh, anyway, so they rang the doorbell and we're like, oh, that's that's interesting. 
And then they ran the doorbell 900,000 times. Yeah, we have to time out. John Phillips, I know who you were. That's why I was saying hello and happy new year. I said a childhood best friend. We have another follower named Yeah, John, we have another John follower. Phillips. So childhood best friend. Spent weekends with at his house I, all the I, time. I met him. Loved his mom. Like second I went home. to his house. So, I know, I know. So sorry. Yeah. I was just I put, replying to him. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, so there we are sitting and the doorbell rings and then it rings and then it rings and rings. And we're like, oh, that's weird. And so then you can take it. You you open the door. I ran away. Well, there was this, there's a bit, be, caveat to this is we were warned about this lady who lived down yes, the road. Yes, yeah. We were warned The church that is familiar with this person. Familiar, coming in, causing a, 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 like a scene, like screaming and stuff like that. And so we didn't just hear a ring of the doorbell. It was like a crazy ring. It was like, bing, bing, ding, 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 ding. It's actually something, it's actually... What startling. you used to do to your mother, yes, when payback. you would go and visit her. So it's payback. Yeah. Um, and so I used to, uh, I used to, uh, I, I did. I went to the. I used to do that to my mom. But I went to the door. I opened. John it. Phillips is probably part of that. <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> and I saw who it was, and I immediately shut the door behind me. Yes, kind of you kicked, stepped out. I stepped out, shut the door behind me. Because all the kids were like, "Oh, who's here?" And then um, I had this. The most interesting, unique, weird conversation with I like I've I've seen demon possessed people before, and I've yeah. seen deliverance happen before, and then um, this lady was standing there, and we start going through. The, she's uh, just talking, but kind of like rattling and adding and stories together, gritting her teeth and her even her facial. But she's a really good storyteller if she yeah, could complete the thought. Thought, yeah. But but her facial expressions even changing and just in mid sentence. Well, you can see and, the manifestation. Yeah, and and I was just like, okay. So you can see the and, woman, the child, you know, the the woman, the person, yeah. and then it, you know, it snaps, it snaps it and just, then you see the, the manifestation. And so <laughs> we we would we um. I, I have this long conversation and I and finally I want to get out of this conversation just because it's not going anywhere. It's not because like I was there was not there was not any point where I was like fearful. Yeah. In fact, it, what I thought it was is we had just had an amazing Christmas Eve service. Yes. We had an amazing Christmas uh, Eve Eve service. So we had a morning service and a night service and yeah. we're doing things for the kingdom. So, of course, as you're doing things for the kingdom, you can expect opposition to show up. Right when you start kick when you start kicking down the gates of hell, the demons are going to come right. out like bees, and yeah. then you just swat them away. You're, Get well, out and here. I had just doing? been praying. You know, we had been praying over strongholds, yes. right? Because and and one thing that I said, I think I said it on my personal Facebook, is that like we believe that the spirit of God is doing something. We see it. We we know it. Right? There are things happening. And when that happens, things start getting stirred up. The yeah. strongholds in the community begin to get stirred up, which is what is what we're. Yeah, that's that's what's what happening it was. Here. And so when I stepped out there, I, there was no fear or anything. I was mm-hmm. actually what I thought in my mind was, oh, cool, a deliverance, <laughs> like on Christmas Day. I was like, yeah. this is gonna be awesome. And uh, so I have this conversation. I'm talking to she, and she's just kind of rattling on, saying some weird religious things mixed with like paganism. It was weird. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I'm like, I need, to, I just want to go inside. This has been a long conversation with you, very long. And I said, can I get you some apple pie? Or can I, I asked if I could give her some food actually, and she mm-hmm. says she doesn't eat eggs or dairy well, or she was looking for money and she was looking for money so i was like mm-hmm. <laughs> which she has done recently too yes and so uh so i i said can i give you some apple pie so i went inside i got her some pie and then you came out with me you made me come out with you you well, said yeah. 
do you want to meet my wife? Well, you were standing there. Right. Well, I was ready because I was, I was, I was praying about when to to step in. When should I come out and come and get you? Well, essentially, this is when the story gets so, like written. I already had my shoes on. I already had, you know, I was already ready, ready to go. And you know, we sent the kids away, <laughs> well, yeah, and we, then my parents ended up with the baby. You know, they had the baby, and actually, I was grateful in that moment, especially to have my parents there. Yeah, so was, was, just not only for just like having the physical adults there, but also just in the spiritual. But this is when the story gets crazy and funny at the same time for me. So like it's almost like I got hit with a joy outside when she was like I was just in there <laughs> and then Bethany comes out and they start having this long conversation and I'm standing and she doesn't like dogs by the way. She doesn't like dogs but she wanted to meet our dog. dog yeah, cuz they she calls them like filthy cuz they pee on the ground or whatever yes. and we're like well our dogs not And I was different. like our dogs I was ground. like well I feel like that's how they were created like and, you can't really help it. And if you know our dog he's super goofy and loves everybody. But he had a weird response with her. Yeah, that's like, interesting. So if you've met our dog, you you know he's like the nicest dog. Like yeah. if somebody were to break in, he'd roll over and be like, "Hello." Yeah, he he's not be my he's friend. Not a mean, he doesn't have a mean bone in him. But Where he, is Jake and Emily? But he I don't know. But he like stood up weird and like stared at her, um, both times that he encountered her. Yeah. Um. But anyways, we go outside. You're with me now. She has her apple pie. And then she starts talking. She starts staring, sharing stories about a house with a fire. I don't know what it was. At one you point, can kind of follow them, but they're hard to follow. At one point, she looked at me and said, and said you look confused. Do you know what I'm talking about? And, <laughs> and I was like, like and I said, no, I don't. <laughs> like, I, don't I don't know what you're talking about, lady. <laughs> but then she got to this point where she said, she said, Jesus is a woman. No, you, no. You know, you know she that. looked at me and she goes, and you know, Jesus is a woman. You know, and you know. Responded? And I was like. No, no, he's not. No, he's he's definitely a man. She's like, oh, you just don't know yet. And I was like, no, I I do though. I actually do. And actually, after we were talking to one of our pastors here, and he was like, the thing is, like, like okay, like Jesus was a like a real man, like a historical character. Yeah. There's not even a question of it. Like he was a man. Like that's what it was. Um, and so it was just that's like saying like, it was like, it was know, interesting. George Washington but, was a woman. You know, we 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 allowed her to talk, but then of course there was like some things that she was saying. We'd be like. No, we just say no. No, that's no, not, you're wrong that's, on not that that's not what the Bible says. But we 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 were like, okay, um, she wasn't open to necessarily to prayer. deliverance. Oh prayer. no, because because when I because here's where the story gets a little crazy yeah. too. So we go through this whole thing. It's not like we're nice to her. Like because I mean, obviously, we but, believe in kindness. Well, She's loved by God. But yeah, She's created in His, created in his image. image. She she God has a plan for her, mm-hmm. and and so. <laughs> We get to the point where, like, can we pray for you? And she says, yes. And she says, yes, you can pray for me. Mm-hmm. And then I said, can we put our hands on you? Like, lay hands on you. And she <laughs> says, yes. And so she comes close. We put our hands on her. And then she or goes. She like grabs our hands. And then she goes, are you guys virgins? <laughs> like, and we were like. We're like, ma'am, we have seven we kids. Have like, seven kids. <laughs> I mean, yeah, one we didn't birth. So. And she knew we had kids. It was just like. We should have just said yes. But I don't believe in lying. That's why I told her I no, had no clue yeah. what she was talking about. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to her. Like, I'm like, she was, she's like, do you know what I'm talking about? I, was like, I wasn't going to be like, yeah, of course. I was like, no, I have no clue. I haven't followed you at all. <laughs> kind of like the beginning of this podcast. Um, but anyways, so we, we, we were like, okay. And this, so she's like, I, she, we, like, she can't touch us because we're not virgins. <laughs> but we start praying. Not because of us, but because, because of her. Because, That's what she said. She doesn't want to defile us or something. It was weird. It was very strange, but it was, but that was a spiritual, it was spiritual because we started getting to that place. Yeah. We started to get into that place and she was just like, and we believe in the laying on of hands. And so, and so where I was like, well, I'm still going to pray for you. And she said, okay. 
Like I, was, I just said, I said, I'm still going to pray for you. And she said, okay. So we, I start to pray. <laughs> and then she just like, I don't even know what she was saying. It was very strange. She was like, she was, it was almost like she was, like, I think she wanted to pray. Like, I think that the person yeah. that she wanted to pray, but she like, she, she like didn't want us, didn't want us to pray, but wanted us to pray. So she was basically talking over you. Yeah. And was, saying, she kept saying like truth and like re- sacred. She likes sacred, the word sacred sac- a lot. The word sacred, sacred stones, sacred like things, like weird. And, uh, and by the time, so I, I, I prayed. I said, God, give her clarity of mind was yes. one thing I prayed. Yeah. And she kept saying for truth or something like that. I said, clarity of mind. Yeah. That she would be able well, to. Well, that's to, because there was a traumatic event in, in, yeah. in her life. And we're, we don't want to reveal because we don't want to. You know, this is still a woman, so we, yeah. But but there was a really traumatic event in her life that I think it's been very difficult for her to process, and so she just doesn't believe it. And yeah. so, um, it's you know obviously a very hurtful situation. Yeah. And so you know we but but so we did we prayed for truth to be revealed because we that truth is Jesus. We want Jesus to be revealed in his life, and no mixing up with anything else with or Catholicism confusion. or or um any anything else that is there because there's a lot of confusion there. Right. And, and but. The good news is that at the end of the whole thing, when we're getting ready to leave, uh, she actually looks at us and she thanked us and she says she's leaving happy. She felt happy. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, even though she had, she, it's obvious. Like when we talk about like demonic possession, it was obvious. Yeah. Like it wasn't even that you could see it. Right. Um, and those are those things like even in the spirit, like you just know, like, uh, you know, we had another encounter like that similar, but this one was a lot more angry at the mall. You weren't there. No, I wasn't. That was me. And that was last year. And that was myself. And, um, and Lexi there. Yes. Lexi was there and our daughters, our other Adeline and Lila. And then our, uh, my friend Clarissa and her daughter. And, you know, we were just having a girl's time, just having fun. And we had like a, I had an interaction with this lady in the bathroom that was really bizarre and she kept talking about God. And then like when we started talking, Oh no, we're frozen. Mom says we're frozen. Are we frozen? Um, my, so anyway, so this lady, you know, I just had this interaction, but I didn't have any fear and that, in that moment either, because I, I recognized it for what it was. And then you start, and, and one of the things that they try to do, and actually Talitha just said, it's like, sounds like she had a spirit of chaos is that, yeah, they try to like, almost like they try to like, um, catch you. They try to get you to say something that's false or, or not true. You know, that kind of thing, because the enemy's an accuser, right? So he wants to use that and be like, Oh, you did say Jesus was a woman. Like, no, no, I, I didn't, I didn't say that, you know? And, uh, but that, that one was interesting because the lady actually followed us through the mall after. So, you know, we went for this good time. Our, we have our tween and tween daughters. We're going to let them hang out. And then we're like, oh, sorry, ladies, you're with moms the rest of the time because <laughs> this is not going to work. But I, I, I think because she can't, she, that lady came back yes. not too long ago. And, um, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, not too long ago, as in just yesterday. <laughs> a couple hours ago. And rang the doorbell the same way, so it's easy to tell who it is. Yes. Um, but 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 stay tuned in the future for when we have that deliverance the happen. When, deliverance, when, she, yeah. when she comes to the doorsteps and I said, can I lay my hands on you? And she says, yes, or you. And we pray for the, the for the Even for though we're not virgins. <laughs> yeah, even though maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyways... That, yeah. that was just one uh, one crazy encounter we had. Uh, but that's the believer's authority. And that's what, that's yeah. what we're talking and, about. And we'll, is authority. And, and we were talking about fear, too. So, right. like, when we, the whole time we were there, it was like, it's like the whole, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, do you know whose doorstep you stood on, you stepped right. on? Because it, it was obviously, 
the woman was there, but also you could see the the demonic yeah. influence all over her mind and all which over is why the, even it the wouldn't way, let us touch her. The facial expressions was what got me is the way they just would shift like that in the middle of yes. the store, just yeah. start gritting her teeth, getting and like and um, but it's like you know whose doorstep you stood you stepped on like. Like, this is the place where you get set free. Right, like, right. this is the wrong turf for you. Yes. Uh, but it, anyways, but even but even with that, even that demon that was there that was obviously causing a lot of chaos in her life and a lot of turmoil, yes. couldn't keep her from experiencing the happiness that comes That's from right. the presence Amen. of God. That's right. When she left, she smiled at us and said, I feel very happy. Well, and even and yesterday, yesterday when she left, she was happy too. She yeah. didn't get what she came for, but she still left happy. No, yeah. And so like, you know, when you think like this is a person who's all alone, has been in it, in it. Hurt. immense amount of hurt and trauma yeah and obviously you know then we've got the spiritual stuff going on in in their life and so you know if we're supposed to be the hands and feet of jesus and we're supposed to love her like jesus loves her and so you know we talk about these things about possessions or you know being demonized however you want to word it a lot you know especially in spirit-filled and pentecostal circles right but it's always important to remember that behind that demon is a person and a person who god loves and he died for and he wants to heal yeah he wants her to be set free and so you can join your faith with ours and believing for her deliverance and for her to be set free so like that's part of like when when christ came to set the captives free and then he he goes to heaven so he's no longer here like physically Uh, right he's, he's on the throne He's, and so he's physically in heaven next at the right hand of the Father, seated far above all powers, all authorities, all names ever given. He's way up there. But his mission and what he set out to do is still being accomplished through believers. That's right. Because when Jesus gave the Great Commission, he said to go into all the world. He said, heal the sick, open blind eyes, and he says, cast out demons. Yeah, that's right. So in order to cast out demons, you got to be able to have the, to discern what, what is a demon. Right. You have to have that discerning capability that comes through the spirit to say, this is not of God, what's happening in this person's life. And and there it's time for deliverance. Yes. And so the next time that lady does come to the door, by the way, I'm going to ask, can I pray for you and pray for deliverance in Jesus' name? Yeah. I'm just going to ask her for, for, for and hopefully in a moment of clarity, she will say, please. Yes. And I will lay my hands, or you will, and we will pray for her. Yes. Okay. Even though we're not virgins, as she was hoping. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Um, vampire story? What is going on? <laughs> but, you know, speaking of aliens, because aliens keep aliens, coming I up. Say aliens. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, speaking of demons. Before we get into that, can I do one more thing? Yeah. This is what I was going to do. I guess, yeah. So, so real fast, w- this Sunday, I, uh, I, got, I got to preach on God's plan, which is what I was saying. And even and Satan's counterattack to God's plan, but Satan's attacks against God's will always fail. Always fail. Yep. When someone, when when God does his, when God's will is accomplished, Satan can do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just gonna be the way that God intended it to be. There must be dancing up there, but uh, I think it's the furnace actually. But but I was thinking about this, and when I was preaching, this came to me: is is in God's will. If if, if you think about the verse in Jeremiah chapter twenty nine, verse eleven, where God says, "I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord. Mm-hmm. He says, "Plans of a hope." And of a future, uh, not of disaster, but to give you, yeah, declaration of the Lord, plans for your well-being, not for disaster, to give you a, a future and a hope. That, mm. that Those are God's plans and purposes. And as believers, those all get accomplished in Jesus Christ. Amen. The reason why we get the promises of God is because of Jesus Christ. The reason why we can walk in the blessing of God is because Jesus Christ. Amen. And Ephesians 1 uh, verse 3 says that, um, but thanks be to God. 
who has blessed us with every blessing in the spiritual, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies through Christ Jesus Amen. our Lord. That, we, that every blessing we have, every good and perfect gift we have comes from through Jesus Christ. That's the, that's the access we have to those things in our life. And it's because God loved us and he provided Jesus Christ for us. Mm. And so understanding that as we live our lives out is that God has plans. God has plans of a hope and a future. They're not of disaster for our life. As we enter into this new year can help us walk in boldness, Amen. can help us walk in faith, knowing that God's will for us is not to destroy us, not to hurt us, not to harm us. But because of Jesus Christ, we have access to every spiritual yeah. blessing in the heavenlies. We're not lacking. We're not at a deficit. Mm. We are actually, actually when David says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He's saying yeah. everything in my life is satisfied because of my relationship with God. And because of Jesus Christ, we have re right relationship Amen. with God and we can say those things in faith and live them out in faith. So Amen. that's that. I wanted to get to that point real fast, but you. Well, I mean, how do you follow that up with aliens? I don't know, but do it. <laughs> well, actually, I was just thinking. This is a hard transition. <laughs> As you were just saying that, I was thinking is that, you know, I've been in the book of Ezra. I was in Deuteronomy. I've swatched. I've, I've swatched. I don't know what the word is. I've, uh, I, anyway, I've ended up, I'm in Ezra right now. That's where I'm at. And what? Nothing. Was, every oh. time we say a verse in the Bible, my, my head goes to Psalms and Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, yes. Song of Solomon. Yeah, we haven't put that on in a while. No. We should. These are the books of the Bible. Yes. In that song, by the way. Yes. Well, oh, right. Well, we did... Um, we did like No, no, but we did a, a transition. No, not a transition. What is wrong with me right now? We did a trivia thing last night at church. Lord <laughs> And it was Taylor Swift or Lamentations. Like, where did it come from? Oh, well, well, we the, did this with older people, too. But the problem is, is that I always think of the word Lamentations from that, the books of the Bible song where it goes, Lamentations. And so that's every time I can't help. Like, I, it's like I have to say it. Like, come out. We had a lady who we did a couple <laughs> trivia games last night at New Year's Eve party at church. And so she did terrible in every game. And she's an older lady. And then when it got to Taylor Swift or the Book of Lamentations, she won. She did. And she's she never, got them all. She'd never heard a Taylor Swift she song was like, in her life. She was really good. Anyways. Maybe she's just been in Lamentations Aliens, a whole lot. <laughs> or, or whatever you're talking about. Well, no, because we were talking about demons. And yes. like, I, over, like, there's been like several times recently where that keeps coming up again. And we did an episode on aliens before, back in the spring. Aliens, Asbury, and Dead Fish? Yes. <laughs> that was a good one. And uh, anyway, but I was just, I saw, but I've had like three or four dreams now about aliens. Which is not, that's not a normal thing for me. Uh, typically when I dream, you know, especially God-given dreams, it's not um, really out of this world. No pun intended. Like, like it is. I don't know where I was going with this. I had a thought and then you cut it off when you, you did that. So aliens. maybe we can talk about aliens. Aliens another day. and demons. Anyway, I guess what I was going to say is that if somebody tells you, maybe somebody needs to hear this, that there's like an alien or an alien encounter, whatever they roll out with this year, especially as we come into an election year. So I'm sure aliens are going to come. It's a demon. They're, that's it. You don't even have to guess. You don't have to wonder. That's what it is. No right? one agrees with you? I know. Ted Shuttlesworth Sr. There you go. We listened to it yeah. about five times. Yes, we have. Yeah. Because he was saying that you're going to start seeing more and more yes, of these are. people saying we're seeing, We are things. seeing and, it more and more. And he's saying these encounters that people are having, they're, they're with the demonic. Yes. Yes. And it's just kind of, yeah. So anyway, because it's a, it's a, it's a deception. It's yeah. A, and it's fear. Yeah. Right. Because it's the unknown. And, it, you know, it's, it's fearful. It's, a, it's actually the same when you look at the Old Testament gods. 
there's a fear factor with them, right? Of being, of um, not pleasing them and then not getting what you want and them harming you or whatever. There was a fear factor. And it's the same thing when it comes to aliens. Yes. It's the unknown and this mysterious thing. And yeah. So I don't know who that's for, but if that's you, it's a demon. It's a demon. <laughs> there you go. Flat out. It's a demon. But if you are in Christ and you know Christ as a savior, and I hope you do. And if you don't, if you go to our pin video on our YouTube, you can learn how to know Jesus. How to, yeah. Then then you will, you know, when when you are in Christ, you then have authority over that. So whatever little green man comes walking towards you, you can just say, be gone in him. Jesus name. And that's Take it. Him. Just say <laughs> Jesus, and then you know it just leaves, right? So <laughs> I'm gonna think of every demon now like an alien from Mars Attacks. <laughs> I was more thinking like um, the the little the oh, what are the things in Doctor Who? Oh, the I know what you're talking about. For all you <sighs> Doctor Who fans, my feel dad? free to message the page. What is the the you know? But not the because they're in like the machines, but not those guys. But the guy, the ones driving, oh, the ones it. that were controlling them. Yeah, the, the ones that control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We just were talking yeah, about we this, but I can't remember. That. That. I forgot what the names of those things are. Yeah, the, <laughs> they're uh, under your the feet. <laughs> the, 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 they start with a D. Anyways, whatever. This is a Doctor Who fan cast. This is a yeah, raising the revival generation. <laughs> this is probably the most chaotic episode. <laughs> We but, still don't so, have an underlining theme here. It's just going. It's just a live broadcast. I haven't seen any questions of you. No. But but with that, we like do when, better when we're when, asked when, questions. No, yeah, but when you were talking about fear, it's not right? hard ones. So when you were talking about fear and you're talking about all these different things, and and because there's a, fear comes in a lot of ways. Whether you're fear of aliens, <laughs> uh, weird women who I'm come down the street and knock on your door or ring your doorbell, <laughs> or or just fear like politics, fear of the way the world is going with all like the the stuff happening in Israel, the Palestine, elections, the, the elections. elections. Yeah. Um, you could have fear in the Ukraine and all that stuff that's happening. Just know this. Just as and this goes back to what we did, what we said at the beginning. There is a there. A, it's coming back around, right? In Luke chapter two, when Caesar gave the decree, right? What is wrong with you? This is a serious moment. <laughs> Lord help her. <laughs> what is going on? So just like, don't mind her. Can you please step off camera? I'm just joking. <laughs> but just like in Luke chapter... Every episode. I don't know why. I just can't control it. Just it's like, like Dr. Rodney's here. There you go. Just like in Luke chapter two, right? When Caesar's given that decree, he is aligning himself with scripture. This is off the rails. What is wrong with you? I see. Okay. Gonna make it. This is the happiest I've ever seen you. Just like in Luke chapter 2, when Caesar is giving that decree and he thinks that he's doing something outside, just by his own thoughts, he, he's actually aligning himself up with God's word. Whatever happens in this, in, in, in this future, right, it's going to line itself up with God's word. We know the end of the book, right? The, the book of Revelation lays it all out, the way that the world is going to line itself, the way that history is going to end and there's going to be this new heaven, new earth. But, but as the world aligns itself with the book of Revelation, we can have this assurity. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What is wrong with you? We can have this assurity that that God's that God is in control, that God's will is, is going to unfold, and that nothing that the enemy tries to do, nothing that politics are, try to try to manipulate, none of those things are going to affect the people of God. Right? 
that we can walk in victory, we can walk in assurance, we can stand. And and the reason why I say that, right, that we can have assurance, it doesn't matter what's happening in the political, geopolitical climate around us. It doesn't happen, it doesn't matter what's happening in the local government. It doesn't happen what's it doesn't matter what's happening down the street. It doesn't happen it doesn't matter what's happening all around this world, but as the people of God, we're citizens of heaven and we can have assurance of of God's plan for our life, of God's of God's um of God's faithfulness to us, right? We can just look at the book of Daniel, mm-hmm. right? When Daniel's in the midst of all these wizards and warlocks and witchcraft and demonic activity, he doesn't bow to them. He's not a, fear, a fearful of them, right? He pray. He opens the window. When they make that decree, don't pray, Daniel, otherwise we're going to kill you, right? He knows the spirit that's behind it. Oh, right. And never right. once does he bow to it. It's the same It's the same spirit, by the way, that says like, oh, shut down your churches. Yeah. COVID, don't don't, don't take communion. Yeah, don't do, the, don't don't do baptism. Don't lay hands on people, right? Mm-hmm. Don't go see the sick. Right. That And, and that's demonic. Like when, 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 and we should learn from Daniel. Yeah. When, they, when the government or anybody else tells us to do the opposite of the book of the, uh, opposite of the Bible, right? We should stand on God's word. Amen. Because when Daniel stood on God's word, he did face the consequences for it. He got thrown in the lion's den. But guess who yeah. was with him? God was. Amen. And that, that lion's den actually became where Daniel became the head of everything. He was, it was a stepping stone for him to enter into being in control over all the land. He rose above the demonic, right? He became yeah. in, in charge of all them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It didn't matter what the king said. They, the king said, made a decree, you bow to this idol or you're going to die. Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego says, we only bow to God. This is demonic and we're not going to bow mm-hmm. to it. We're not going to shut down our worship of our God to bow to your stupid statue, King. Right. Right. And and they were defiant in that. That's right. And what ends up happening? They get thrown into the fire. Right. But because they believed in the God who saves, delivers, and heals, right? The fire didn't quench them. And you want to know what happened to them? They got raised to a level of of leadership high above all the principalities that were around them. Mm. They became in control and charge. And so we don't need to fear what the what the political climate looks like. We rise above that as the people of God. That's right. Right? And in fact, at the end of that decree, right? After he throws them in the furnace and then he pulls them out, he says, "No one speaks bad about their God." Amen. Because their faith displayed the power of God. That's right. They the the king ends up saying, "You don't talk bad about their God because their God's real." And so we need to look at these opportunities where things seem like they're like they're caving in on this world. We stand knowing that we're citizens of heaven. Well, and that and that to go back to the title of this broadcast is that he's a glorious God. Yes, he is. He's a glorious God. He's a glorious king. And this is going to be the year of glory. Right. And, uh, you know, our, our pastor, Dr. Rodney, you know, should their, their word for the year is El Shaddai. Um, you know, more he, than enough. He's a God of more than enough. That is a glorious king. He's not lacking, right? God doesn't lack anything. And neither does his people. And neither the Because he's a good king. Exactly. And <laughs> so because God doesn't lack in anything, we also don't lack in anything, right? And even in when, when you're doing an episode on fear, or when you're talking about fear, you can also have complete joy, as I just did, because it's just, <laughs> it's just who God is, because he's got more than enough, and he's a glorious God. And we're going to see so much glory this year in the church, and, and what happens not just for the church, because it's not just for the church, it's for the nations. Amen. It's for the nations. It's for your neighbor. It's for our neighbor. It's for, um, you know, the people walking down the street. And, you know, people are so hungry for Jesus. They are so hungry because it's it's the creator of their soul. It's the lover of their soul, right? They are hungry for it. And we have the glory. God has given us the glory. He's given us the anointing. You have the glory. You have the anointing. You don't have to wait to be like a super Christian, 
right? You, you don't have to wait. You could have the most chaotic podcast episode <laughs> ever. You know, you don't have to wait. You don't have to get all your ducks in a row and be perfect and have the perfect family and have the, you know, look perfect and, and, and know, um, you know, have the whole Bible memorized, right? You have the anointing now. And so it's it, but, but you gotta, you gotta flow. You gotta overflow. And we always go back to overflow because it's, you know, it's like under undercurrent theme here of revival generation ministries, right? Is you, you got to live in that overflow because God is a glorious God. He's a glorious God. Yeah. And we as believers, we have to live like that. Well, he, and he displays his glory through his people. Amen. That's right. Like, when, when he yeah. had the temple there, right? And the glory of God fell and they heard, and it says that they heard the worship from miles away that was happening in there and how God blessed his people. The queen of Sheba came to to Solomon because she saw how God had blessed him and how, right. the, how he had wisdom from God on high. Yeah. And that was attractive to the rest of the world because they saw God's glory displayed. Well, let me tell you something. This is the year where God's glory is going to be displayed in your life and in your church. And so as a, and it's going to be attractive. Right. And as a word, don't get bogged down by the, the things of the world, right? Amen. Because if you begin to look at all the hurt and we should acknowledge hurt, you know, we, we, we're not going to just, um, just be like, Oh, things are great. You know, we, we, we don't do that. We, we empathize with with people, right? But but don't get bogged down with the hurts and with the media and the things of the world, right? Don't get weighed down by that, right? Get get uplifted in God's glory well, because it changes your whole perspective on things. And see it for what it is. It's God's word. It's the world aligning itself with God's word. That's right. Yeah. Revelation thirteen is a real thing that's going to happen in yes. this world, and the world's going to align itself up with that. But the believers have victory, just as he says in John. Like I said, but you have an anointing. That's right. You have the anointing. You don't have to fear. You have the power of the Holy Spirit, and if the Spirit's alive and active in your life and you believe in faith, then you're going to see the signs of the Spirit. They're, gonna, they're the weapons of our warfare. Yeah. Right? They're, the, they're the display of the kingdom of God at hand. Right. Right. When we say that God heals the sick and we and we pray for the sick, it's God manifesting His power and His glory through us to display His goodness for others. Right. And so you, part of that's creating opportunity for that. Well, and, right? and can I just pause for a minute? And I, I just want to—I just want to speak to the mothers because, as mothers, especially when you have—well, it actually doesn't matter the age of your children. You know, I have an I have an adult child and I have a two-year-old. You know, as mothers, when we look at the world, it can become—we we can become very overwhelmed very easily with the—and and how do we? How do we allow our precious children to be part of this world? And especially, you know, like big families when you have like, you know, how do you have another baby in this world? And don't worry, this is not an announcement. We are done. But, um, you know, I, I know that fear. And for a very long time, I lived in that fear of raising children. Right. And it was um, there was a desire and even like an idolatry in my life to kind of want to run away and, and this is just me. This is just my personal story is, you know, I wanted to basically run away to the woods and live as invisible as possible to the world, not letting the world see my children or know my children um, and, you know, do things completely kind of hidden away. And um, that that was just that was me. There was an there was an idol in that because it was a sense of control. I needed to control that if I could control where we lived and how we lived um, and uh, who we were around, right? And being as far away from people as possible, then I could you know essentially try to control what happened to my children. And so, but there's freedom from that, right? You don't have to live in fear of, of what will happen to your children because God is a good God. He's a good God. And so um, I just want to, I don't know, I just felt like that was for somebody just, just to encourage you in that, right? It, it's to step out in faith and you can step out in faith 
with your children because you are anointed and you have victory. And, and the Bible says that no weapons formed against you shall, shall prosper. And you pray over your kids and you plead the blood over your kids. And you also equip and empower your children in the Holy Spirit to hear the Holy Spirit, to know the Holy Spirit, right? There's a reason why a, a, a woman who is demonized can knock on our door and not even our littlest of children are scared. No. There's no fear there, right? I, because I think they had an expectation that something great was going to happen yeah, in that moment. Yeah, in fact, yeah, they, they actually had an expectation of deliverance. You know, it's like, oh, is that did that lady get delivered yet? You know, there's an, there's an expectation yet, and you can live in that. You can live in that too. All right, now you can unpause. No, no, I, I agree with you, and but that's that's also so the whole reason why we do this podcast is so that we're, right now we're encouraging you. We're, try, we're 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 trying to increase your faith. We're trying to. You know, do that, but there's a but the the opposite the other the other side of that podcast, which is raising children who see it in you, mm-hmm. right? Who who see the the hand of God at work in your life, the see that see the the faith in action, right? The faith that that is moving mountains, and and you said that you didn't need to you don't need a lot of faith, right? You said that there has to be a starting point, right? You, you don't you, wait well, don't wait until you've <clears throat> achieved. Um, excellency before you start following Jesus Christ, before you start doing the things that God has called you to do, because the Bible says that even the, even the faith the size of a mustard seed, right, that, that, small, that small faith is eventually going to grow into a tree. A, a mustard seed would grow into a tree, which was the biggest, which was the biggest uh, plant inside a garden at that right. time. Like, it, it starts small, but even if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can still speak to mountains. But faith without works is dead. Well, that's and I believe that, yeah. like, you know, when you talk about works, that doesn't mean that you have to like do 10 Hail Marys and, you know, whatever. It, it's actually, it's, a, it's taking that step of faith in whatever God has called you in to do, yeah. right? So like, you know, if you want to see a great harvest of souls, then you should want to see a great harvest of holes, then holes, <laughs> harvest of souls, then you have to step out in faith and say like, okay, I'm going to share the gospel, right? Yes. The, the, and that's like, you know, one or, plus one is two. Well, that, well that, see now this... <laughs> This is a this this can become like a political topic here, uh, Not us. but but just so you know, like there's a lot of people who who are who want to see this like who want to give money to the to the poor, but they don't actually want to do anything about it. Right. And so what do they do? They they join a political party that says, oh, we need to take care of the poor, and then they just stay poor. But mm-hmm. but but if you but and I'm not and what God's calling us to do is not be like that. Who just in in theory are like, well, we want to see these people taken care of. No, right. as as believers, God's calling us to to step out and do the things that He's called us to do. Right. To heal the sick. If the people are sick, we should be praying for them. Right. If yes. people are are starving and are hungry, guess what? We as believers, we don't we don't just say, well, we're going to vote in this political system and hopefully they'll take care of it. Right. No, God has called believers to be His hands and feet. We step out and we do those things. Yes, right? right. We feed the sick. We clothe the naked. We we pray for uh, feed the sick. We feed the hungry. That's what it is. We we pray for the sick. We do the things that God has called us to do. That's the action side of faith. It's to right. say, God, I believe Your word, and therefore I act upon it. Right when Abraham left his father to go where God had called him, the act of faith wasn't that that he just believed that God called him. There's a lot right. of people who say, yep. "I believe God called me," and then that's where they end it. It's the step. It's the steps in action to do the things that God has called you to do. That's yes. the, that's the that's the works side of it. Show me your faith without works, and and I'll show you my faith by my works. By the things I do, I will attest to what I believe. Is yes. what James is saying there, and so it's understanding that. 
It's understanding that if God has called you, then there's then you step out and you do the things that God has called you. And just so you know, just to make this about parenting, because this is a parenting podcast, is that God? But if, so if much you, more. If you have children in your in your household, God has called you to be their parent, to Amen. steward them, to shepherd them, right. to raise them in a way where they know God Almighty. Like yes. that's that's the purpose. Yes. He trusted you enough to give them to you, Amen. and so He's expecting you to do the works side of it. Believe in faith that God has that God has called you to do it, and then rely on His grace to raise them in a way where they know God. And they're not ashamed of it. And empower them. And well, yeah. And empower and in and in empowering them, you also have to be empowered. And we talk about this all the time. It's like every episode we talk about this. It has to start with you, right? Mom or dad or grandparent, whoever well, it is raising them. the children. It has to start in you. And again, you don't have to get it all right. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to have a doctorate in the, uh, theology, right? You just have to begin to activate your faith. <laughs> I don't even have that. No. Nope. I don't even know at this point if I'm gonna get my master's in theology. Sorry. Yes. Have mercy on him. Lord have mercy. <laughs> it's been a crazy year. Um, anyway, yeah. But 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 walk in that and be encouraged in that. And and again, don't be weighed down by the things of the world. Just just don't, right? And it's you can get so consumed. You can open up TikTok and you can you can go down those rabbit holes and then you get doomsday video after doomsday video, right? Or or well, on Facebook. Fear, or you fear can gets see, you to respond to Or you way. can get around your family members, not my yeah. family, not our families, because but you can get around family member and it's just like fear after fear after fear after yeah. fear after fear, you know, or or a lack of faith, lack of faith. And it, actually one underlying theme for us this Christmas was also Zachariah, right? Where God sealed his mouth because oh, he yeah. didn't, because essentially he was like, I'm not going to let you speak out in a lack of faith against like what I'm doing. Right. And so as believers, we need to look at that. We need, we need to watch that. You know, um, it's important. Well, you know, who we share things with is is important, you know. Share people, share things with people who have faith, number one, and who are going to encourage your faith. But uh, it's also important that we also don't just cancel out what God is doing by our mouth. By our own confession. By our own confessions, yeah. right? You know, I'm never going to get there or, uh, you know, all those things like that. Don't, don't do it. Don't begin to speak in faith, right? Actually, we have, um, we have one child that is sometimes not very nice. <laughs> and this child is young. And a okay, lot of times, say, is she listening? <laughs> no, <laughs> you're gonna get in trouble. Sorry. But but she's she's little, and I'm not naming names. But a lot of people in the house will go, "You're being mean," or "You're mean." And so I've started to really come against that and just say, "Oh, you are kind." And then she repeats, "I'm kind," and I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God, and and all those things like that because I, I want kindness and gentleness and self control spoken over her even at a young age. That's another bunny trail keep going that's that's all i have to say for that oh the thought that's the end of the story well i feel like she's been nicer oh don't you you said they were young i feel like she's been nicer my mind automatically went to a boy (laughs) who's not very nice yes all the boys are nice you don't know him like i know him we have nice we have nice boys there's just one (laughs) child in particular who He's a troll? No, I'm not. That's not who I'm talking about. Then I don't know who you're talking about. Who's the one who's the meanest? Who doesn't share and and who will just get their way every single time? He's not the youngest. (laughs) 
you're not thinking about the same person I'm thinking about. I have different like scenarios <laughs> unfolding in my head where I've seen each one. Do Who else things. am I doing those those uh, speaking out in faith with? Where we look in the mirror and and <laughs> you look in the mirror and be like, I said you that- are gonna be good. <laughs> you should- are. No, but I do do that over our dog when we leave the house because sometimes he's so bad. And so, well, well, yesterday, like, laid hands on him, and I was like, "Oh, I know who you're talking about because your mom's comment." (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. How did you not know that? Because she's an angel in my eyes. (laughs) That's the problem. And so, uh, I lay hands on the dogs. I'm like, "You are not going to be a bad dog." (laughs) You are under our authority. You are not going to chew anything. You're going to be a good dog. And anyway, it kind of worked last night. Well, last night it worked. Yeah. You should have done that before you went to church, though. Anyways. How many minutes are we in on this? Just chaos. I don't know. I'm having fun. Now, now, at this, like, moment of chaos, we have nine people watching. We had ten earlier. Well, well, that's not counting YouTube. But anyway... You have the victory. You have the victory. You, <laughs> you have, have the authority. The I always sing that song. What song? The I have. I, well, I just walk around going, I have the authority. Actually, that's what I sing after our friend came to visit us. I just it just like came in my spirit. I just kept singing it over and over again, just to remind the strongholds. When, when we're having, who has the victory? When we're having an argument, you start singing that. <laughs> that's a good way to end an argument. Just start singing that song. Imagine opening up this podcast one day, and that's what you hear. Then you'll know. Oh, can I share a verse? Yeah. So I keep bringing, going back to John. And one thing I like to do is rather than just semi-quote a verse because I know it and I don't know all the words to it, I like to read them. And so this is what it says in John, First uh, John chapter 4, okay? It says, uh, and I'll just start in verse 2. It says, this is how you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Mm. But every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. And then it goes on to make this statement. He says, this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming, even now is already in the world. Right? That spirit is at work in the world now. Okay? You see it. It's in, It's in. I mean, you just see it. Anything that goes against Christ. Is the, it has the spirit of the Antichrist behind it, right? The Bible says we don't battle flesh That's and right. blood, Amen. right? We're not going around killing each other. It says it's the spiritual principalities that are behind the flesh and blood that make them. Why did Herod go into a rage and try to kill a two-year-old? It was because there was a demonic force behind right. it that was waging war against the kingdom of God, and it's the same thing in the lives of believers. Yeah, we have we have uh, evangelists. Friends, well, friends, acquaintances, I don't know, whatever you want to call. And they always bring this up. Whenever they try to do something in a city that requires city permits, and it, and they always get opposition. Like mm-hmm. if it's to build a church, and they want to build a big church that's going to house a lot of people, make it a glorious thing for the presence of God. Yeah. The, the city will be like, well, why do you need a church like that? Why right. do you need a big church? Why can't you just be happy with a small church? Well, they would have no problem if it was a strip club. Right. Or an alcohol, or a, a, a bar that's going to make people a, a casino. All these, all these wrong things. Or even like when evangelists get planes, right? We hear this right. all the time. They fly around to share the gospel. People are like, "Well, why do they have to fly in a plane? Well, so they can preach the gospel more, you moron." But anyways, they're not going to ride. They, a they have no problem if if the head of a of a porn industry has a plane and right. flying around. That's cool. That, yeah, that's what Epstein was allowed to have a plane. Right? All these different weird things. But whenever it comes to the people of God, there's always a spirit behind that that's like, well, you can't operate like that. That's right. But we don't believe that. 
Yeah. We believe that God deserves glory. God has the riches. Of, the riches right. of the earth belong Amen. to God, and they're for us to do the things that God has called us to do. Yes. Right? So that's why you should sow into ministries, just so you know. Yes. Because if you want to see the kingdom of God advance, sow into the ministries. And, and anyways. But he says that the spirit of the Antichrist is already at work in this world. It's here now. Yeah. You can, it's, it's not, we're not waiting for it. We're waiting for the big moment where the Antichrist is, is uh, around. Right. But right now, the Antichrist spirit is already in the world. You can look through world history and see people who operated under the Antichrist spirit. Yeah. Try to take out Jesus. Try to take out the people of God. Well, right? I mean, it's still around. I mean, it's all over government. Even in yeah. your local governments, yeah. you're going to find that. Even even in your local libraries, you're going to find oh, it. Oh, yeah, you're that's, that's the number one place for the Antichrist. He likes to hang out and put little transgender books all over in the little kids' section. Yes, yes. We're just lying, so you know, so we've encountered that plenty yeah. of times. Yeah, and, it, and it, it's just... It's just it's just what it is. So now that you had, that's a little wake up call. But then it goes on to say, it doesn't end there. It says, you are from God, mm-hmm. little children, and you have conquered who? Them. That's right. Amen. That spirit of the Antichrist that is at work in this world right now is conquered by the believers in Jesus Christ, right? Like, so we're not in, we're not like on the defense. Mm-hmm. We're on the conquering team. That's right. Amen. We're on the victorious team. We need to start acting like that. If the spirit of the Antichrist is in this world right now, and that's the greatest force that the enemy is going to try to use in the end times, right, to kind of push his demonic agenda, then, and, but he says, you don't need to even worry about that because yeah. you're of God. God is greater. You are a child of God, and you have conquered the, that same spirit that's at work now. That's right. You have conquered it, and it says this. You have conquered them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. That's right. Amen. That's the way we need to start living our lives as believers. The one who is in me is greater than the one who is in it. When you're in the supermarket and and you feel the spirit of God saying, go witness to that person. You're like, I'm timid. I'm scared. I'm shy. I'm fearful. You say the one who's in me is greater than the one who's in this world. And you go do the things that God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. Start walking it out. Start believing it. Start having that faith to say. And if you don't, if you're having a hard time with it, I, I like I understand. Oh yeah. Start confessing it. Yeah. Start confessing it. Like not just in like here. Like say, here. Look in the mirror <laughs> and say to yourself, "You are not gonna be me." Well, you know what? The in- one who's in you is greater than the one who's in this world. No, but you know what's interesting is that the world. They they understand that the, that confession means something. They, oh yeah, they pick that's up just on the music. It. And that's what well no, but not only that. That's why you see people talk about like do affirmations all the oh, time, yeah. right? And I am powerful. I am strong. You see it because the world has begun to understand that because nothing new, is new under the sun. But okay, but back to the but back to the music thing too. Yeah. Because when you start listening to music, you start singing it, and then all of a sudden you wonder why you're depressed, and you've been singing Taylor Swift songs all day, right. and you're just like, oh. But, but then you talk about the people who are like, oh, I'm gonna manifest this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna you know like that. Kind of thing, yeah. and not <clears throat> excuse me, not in a godly way, right? Because they understand that there's there's something that supernatural happens yeah. by by the way that we speak and, and what we confess and what we say, right? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of God. That's right. So, so imagine wanna... it now backed up by the word of God. Yeah, start, start start speaking it. Yes, speak it to your kids. Speak it over your kids. Yes, that was that was one of my favorite things about the whole Christmas story that we just came out of is when Zachariah finally can talk. 
Mm. And he starts prophesying Amen. because the spirit of God comes upon him and he starts and he, he prophesies about God, God's mercy, God's compassion, God's deliverance. And then he takes his son. And he starts prophesying over him and he says, and he Amen. looks at his child. And he says, but you child, you're going to be a prophet of the most Amen. high God. That's right. And you're going to go before and you're going to turn the hearts of the father to the children, uh, to the children and the children's hearts to the father. And you're going to do the great things that Amen. God has called you to do. Yes. Start speaking those words of faith over your kids. Too. That's right. Amen. That's powerful. Start speaking this yes. over your kids. Let them know hey kids guess what the antichrist is in the world but you have victory over him yeah you've conquered jesus has conquered him and you're in christ but you know this goes to another point and why it's so important to sit down and read god's word yeah as a family especially you know and we do this a lot you know say oh my kid never reads their bible well okay like are you reading your bible with your kid yeah like start there and uh, because even, you know, we have children, obviously, who read and who read well, and they do read their Bibles on their own. And then we come together and we read it with them, right? Because it's important. Yeah. And there's a training and then there's a teaching. And there's something that happens when you read God's word out loud, right? Because we have it all the time in our, well, go ahead. I know what story you're going to tell. The 300, the yeah. 700 <laughs> I knew exactly that's where you're going. So our last, well, <clears throat> is that the last one? Yeah, well, it was Friday. Yeah, we, yeah, our, our family Devo. Uh, <laughs> he starts out, and w- what did it say? You start reading. Solomon had, <clears throat> had 700 wives, Solomon has, and they, our boys are like, What? <laughs> and Ash was like, I can't even imagine one wife, let alone 700. It's the same, it's the same reaction he had on New Year's <laughs> when we watched the ball drop, and then all of a sudden it cut to two guys <sighs> kissing, and Ash was like, oh! <laughs> He starts screaming. Everybody's like, what's going on? He's like, he's pointing at the screen going, ah, two dudes kissing. I was like, that was a good reaction, Asher. That's, that's the, that's the appropriate response to see that. When you anyway. See that. Yeah. The 700 wives. And he was like, why would he do that? It, Cause I think Asher's just thinking like, girls are so hard to, to deal with on its own. Like, why would you have 700 of them? But, anyway. Well, no, they were like, didn't he know he was only supposed to marry one? <laughs> They're like, yeah. I'm like, well, Asher, this was his downfall. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> This bom, is bom. what led him astray. <laughs> now it all makes sense. <laughs> but anyway, you were going on with reading the word. Sorry. No, I knew you were going to tell that story, and then it just, you did. It's so. still funny. to Just his reaction, it was like something out of a movie. <laughs> and then Micah, my, I mean, Micah's like, oh! <laughs> like, he has 300 wives. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> And that's not even counting the concubines. No, because once we said that, they were like, "What?" <laughs> but anyway, yes. but 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 there's a there's a really there's a biblical principle, right? That that comes with the word of God. Well, and and it's that it's that like um, God tells His people, He says, "You perish for lack of knowledge." Mm-hmm. And when we like we're doing a study on the spiritual gifts, and one of the things that Paul tells the church in Corinth. He says, I don't want you to be unaware of this. That's right. Because yeah. if you're unaware, you're going to be ineffective. Mm-hmm. You're going to ineffective or ineffective? Ineffective. Ineffective in it. You won't operate it. You won't know it. So therefore, it's going to be, you don't know what you don't know, and then you perish in that area. Mm. But if it's obtainable in God's word and God speaks it to us, then we should know it and we should live by it and we should live according to it. That's right. Okay, not, not according to the decrees of the next... King Nebuchadnezzar, who's going to rise up in the land, we shouldn't live. We shouldn't bow to those. That's right. But we should we should abide by the word of God and and then live according to that. That's right. So if anything, and some people are like, well, maybe, well, if it's the government, you should just listen to the government because you should be at peace with all. And you read the end of Romans where he talks about giving, or Jesus says, give to Caesar what is Caesar. But but guess what? We're citizens of heaven first. That's right. Right. Paul went to prison. 
Yes. He, for as much as people say just be a good, upstanding citizen and they read the, the end of Romans, Paul's writing that from a, a, from a prison cell, right? Or, or most of the time he was writing from a prison cell, but he, when he's writing to Timothy. But he's, he, he, he was arrested for, for being a citizen of heaven before he was a citizen of any government system on this earth. Yeah. Therefore, if it went against God's word, he wasn't going to abide by it. And luckily for us, we live in one of the most amazing countries in existence. Yes. I would say the most, where that gives us the political freedom to stand on God's word. And, and so we should abide by what God says. We shouldn't give up in freedom what people have fought for in persecution all around this world to obtain. Just because we have freedom and they say, hey, you need to stop, we, don't, we shouldn't bow to that. Right. We should say, no, we're going to stand just like our brothers and sisters all around the world in China, in Afghanistan, in Pakistan, in Iraq and Iran who are standing on the word of God, mm -hmm. who refuse to shut down because they That's uphold right. the word of God, God's word as being the final authority in faith and practice. We should stand with them in those moments yeah. and say, we are not going to bow Nebuchadnezzar. That's right. So, so what would you say to someone who has, uh, who lives in a family and there, they might not be the parent of people with zero faith and how, and how to proclaim. They're not the parent. They're not the parent. Wait, what are you asking? What, what would you say to that? Say to, to that? To, to somebody who deals with, um, family members who have zero faith. How, how would we equip and encourage that person? How would we equip and encourage yeah. that person? So. So it's not like they're coming against their faith, right? That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking. Is is there like opposition to their faith? Because there's plenty of stories like of, of people who were like Muslim, for instance. Sure. Who have come to Jesus Christ, then all of a sudden their family's like, You're dead to us. They have yeah. a funeral possession for them. And and I think probably the family tolerates the faith, but they themselves have zero uh, faith. Have zero faith. Yeah. They don't just So then believe. I think I think in reference to like Lots of like speaking negatively about things and not and the things that they're about faith. Yeah, and the things that they're confessing and things like that. How would I encourage them? Yeah. Well, I, that's it. I have family members sure. who don't align with me on a lot of things, and some of it's faith too. Sure. And ultimately, with that, it's been hard at, yeah. some, at points, especially when you're around them. Um, but I always have to remember who it is who is who is uh, who's the Lord of my life. So I, I, as much as I love them and I pray for them, I do pray for them. In fact, God has put a, a greater burden on my on my heart now for my family than I've ever had sure. to pray for them. Yeah. And, and because things were hard for a while, like with relationship, yeah. it was a hard strain on our family. Um, but but God has put that burden on me. But one thing I never do, I don't I don't seek to be this to be the reason why they don't come to Jesus. Meaning sure. I don't I'm not abusive in my language with them right and i don't try to i don't try to um i don't know I, I don't i don't try to be the reason why they won't come the reason why they're like well jason's like this and i don't want to do that i mm. i try to be like jesus to them right where, where like like i try to love them yeah and and i never let my faith compromise when they're around even if they want me to do things that don't go with my faith sure and we've had to make some hard choices as a family with yeah. some of that some of those things with, sure. with our kids yeah and so we had we've had to make choices to say well th we'll allow this but we won't allow this yeah because this is direct interference with what god says in his yes. word and so I, I would encourage to navigate your life according to god's word because ultimately they're they're, they're it, it it does become hard. Yeah. It becomes a it becomes a hard conflict because because they're always there. There's an influence there. There's a love there. They have a piece of your heart, but it's understanding that that God that God 
has it all. Like God is the Lord, I guess. Right. God is Amen. God is above it all. Yeah. And so, God, navigating your life according to what God has for you, and and you won't regret it. Right. That's the Amen. other thing too. Is that some people think that it's it's to give up all to get nothing. Yeah. But but actually, I couldn't even if my family was like they haven't. There's been hardships in the past. I don't even know how to how to describe it. But, but there's been restoration in relationships. But, but as I've seeked God, well, that's what I was going to say, is that as I've seeked God, as I've yeah. persevered, as I've continued to pray, as I've continued to go to his word, as I've continued to kind of pray that prayer of Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've continued to extend that kind of like forgiveness towards them and um, and just and just loving them, because yeah. I do love them. They're my family, right. even when they're hard. I love yeah. them. Um, and, and I want them to be in heaven with me. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I've done that, I, we've seen the restitution. Amen. Right? We've seen God redeem. We've seen, right. God, we've seen influences, actually, in their lives. Yes. Where things have started to change yes. in their lives, in, in, in some of the things that they do, some of the things that they listen to. Yeah. And so I would encourage you just stay on that. And don't allow the enemy to discourage you. That's right. When, whenever, don't be overwhelmed by the world. And whenever, whenever the enemy is going to come against you and your faith, he's going to use a person. Just as Jesus uses people, often the enemy a person looks close for that. to you. Yeah. Because they have the most real estate on your heart. Yeah. One of the most devastating things that ever happened in my life was my father leaving. Mm-hmm. And and that was that that was the enemy using somebody and the sins of somebody to mm-hmm. try to destroy lives. Right. That's what he does. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he uses people to accomplish those things. And that left a gaping wound in my life. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to get back to where I was with where I was like, God, I I'm done with it. I want you and only you and what your plans are. And I'll tell you what. It was a it was a road. It was a journey, but God has brought healing and rest, restoration. Right. And not only that, He's brought me beyond. Amen. That's it's right. not just like healing. He's brought me to like a place yeah. of joy, a That's place right. of like even in my parenting and, and with our kids. I, yes. Like to see the the fruit of what happens when someone is is selfish and sinful and the devastation it can cause. It has put a higher calling on me as a parent to want to fulfill what God has for me right. because I see that if I do it God's way. It's going to lead to blessing. That's right. My kids are going to be prosperous. Yeah. My kids are not going to question who they are. That's right. My kids aren't going to question if they're loved. Right. Like all those things get solved in God's Amen. plan. Yeah, that's right. And so that's also true for our lives. Yes. So, that's right. Yeah. I don't know if I answered that question well. I think so. Um, so we we don't have a timer on this. Yes, we do. Where? It's at the very bottom. We're at one hour and 20 minutes and oh, 25 that's seconds. Oh, a long one. Yeah. All right. But it's a live one. It These is are a our live friends, one. These are our family. It's Brandon. <laughs> Maybe we should put up a poll, yes or no. Should we do a live recording every time we record Revival oh, Generation? Oh, gosh. Should we make it a date? I don't think I can function like that. <laughs> the weight of it is just too much. It got better. Well, that's because, yeah. We they have all, also not filmed for a long time. They always get better. We always start off with a fumble at the beginning. <laughs> like It's just like it's just who we are at our core. We're like we're like the, the team that has a slow beginning, <laughs> but when the fourth quarter comes, that's when we turn it on. We like to start with a deficit to make these about. great Sounds comebacks. like you're speaking sports to me. <laughs> she, all she heard was, wah, 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 it's true. wah, just wah, 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 gone. Just gone. My dad tried from a very young age to play sports radio for me my whole life. Nothing, nothing got in. Do it, do it. I'm, t- I'm assuming that's to your question. <laughs> do what, man? Do what? I think he's talking about live, live recordings every time. Oh, okay. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Who knows? Anyways. All right. If you guys... I have nothing. <laughs> you can... 
do the thing that you do. <laughs> it looked like you were going to close it, but I don't know what you were doing. I don't know. I'm supposed to take a test. I and I can't even get access to the thing. And I wrote and that. I wrote to the person, and they, they I got an automated response that says, "Hey, we're out of the office. <laughs> we'll be back sometime." All right. Well. So my mind's on that. This has been really something. <laughs> this yes. episode, and uh, we covered a lot of stuff. Though. We d- this, this, is a, this was is a rich. squirrel it's episode. Rich. <laughs> okay, it's rich. <laughs> rich of deep. Deep, deep, good materials. Um, okay. So uh, if you love this ministry and these... And who doesn't? Fumbling, crazy people who have a lot of... Too many kids and too many animals. What? One thing I'll tell you. We are not fake. What you see is what you get. There is no, like... This is real life. <laughs> this is us. We had a, we we legitimately had a family meeting upstairs before we came down and filmed, so that might be also why it was a little chaotic. So <laughs> that was actually a funny family meeting because the one who complains about doing work says, "Hey, I think everybody else. It's unfair for everybody else because they don't do they do too much work." <laughs> and I'm enough. looking at, it, I'm like, "You realize you're saying that you don't do enough work. You understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, right?" Oh. And she was like. Yeah. It's like, so if they do too much work, who's the one that has to pick up the slack to make it even? And then they it clicked. They're like, oh, no, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not going to fall on somebody else. It's that's me. You. Yeah. And they're like, I don't think this one should have to clean the cat box because he takes the dog out. And I looked at him and that means you have to do. It's all you, sweetheart. <laughs> if you're close to us, I'm sure you can guess which kids were which, but don't do we'll it. We'll take a error. poll. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, we love our kids. In fact, I, when you were talking to them, I had to leave the room like three times because I was too bit. I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> what were you laughing at? It wasn't. It was a very serious matter. One kid was spinning in the curtain. <laughs> I don't know what. I, was I, was I, don't know, I don't even know if Michael was aware of what was happening in the moment as we're talking to him. He's like so gone. I was assigning chores and. <laughs> Zai was like sitting on the rocking chair and he just like slowly keeps taking the curtain. It looked like a spider web. And like covering he was, like, himself. He was... No, at first he did it when I started going in, you can help and you can do this. And he's like, mm. yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> She's not going to see me behind this sheer curtain. Um. And then Jaira had no respect for what you were saying because she just started talking over you. She has a lot to say about everything. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so that's a little insight into our, you know, there's nothing fake here. We do not have it all together. Um, we're trying to get a better house management system implemented in our life. Just so. chores. I mean, our kids are good. Oh, yeah. They just don't pick up after themselves, so. Well, if it's messy or godly, <laughs> I'd rather have godly kids. Because hopefully the Lord will change their heart. And they will realize that it's good to clean up. The, it's good to clean. Because God, to clean God, the God, told, God told the Israelites, he will not walk through the camp when there's poop. That's that's true. That's he true. did say that in the He's Bible. He's like, I'm not doing that. He's like, I'm not stepping in anybody's fecal matter. <laughs> uh, so clean up after yourselves, you slobs. But I will tell you this. Oh if anybody ever tells you that cleanliness is next to godliness and it's in the Bible, they are a liar. It is not. So anyways. All right. Well, let's try this to again say. to close uh, this. But, you know, Revival Generation Ministries is a ministry that empowers parents and families. We don't just have parents who listen to grandparents. We have kids, we have teens, you know, all this um, to walk 
and the overflow of Jesus Christ. Amen. And to and then to overflow into their family, into their workplace, their schools, and, and everywhere you go, your ministries, right? That is the purpose for Revival Generation Amen. Ministry. And we want to train you in soul winning. And, and I'd say we'll probably have more information um, that makes it more accessible for soul winning t- uh, things uh, soon this yeah. year. Can, can we update them too on some of the things that we're looking at teaming up with? Sure. Fest, yeah. Just so that they can be aware that Absolutely. Like, some ministries that like you got a chance to visit. Oh, yeah. So um, this uh, right before Christmas. Wait, what am I? Ta- am I talking about that? Yeah. In New York? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So um, yeah. I, I got I always to say Jersey City, but it's Newark. I wasn't. I got to head out to Newark to a ministry out there that um, does quite a bit of serving in their community. is It's a it's a difficult area, and they have food, so they do. Um, excuse me, where you can do like grocery shopping, you know, in this ministry, and then they do a hot meal with them twice a month. Um, but they also do big holiday things. So like every single person, a man and women who walked through their ministry this year for Christmas, got a Christmas present, which isn't, you know, it's really special. It's really, really powerful. Yeah. Um, and so our church brought cookies, different churches take different aspects of, of what they do, but they also go into schools and they bring yep. toys. Um, that's called House of Mercy and... Um, Maybe once we get this actually posted, we can link them. Yeah, maybe we can. So if you want to sew into them, it's a great ministry to sew yeah, into. But well, what were we... So... What? what we were talking about, like with the soul winning. Yeah, so this summer we're hoping to send a team there to do some soul winning. They're looking at doing a big block party. Um, so if you want to get hooked up with that, you want to come to, to Newark um, or Jersey or New York City or whatever it is, that's a great opportunity to to do so. And we will have more in it's, the upcoming future. And I, it's I think, an easy mission trip. Yeah, because the, the it's the field the field is white like a heart the harvest is yes. bountiful like it is it is bountiful and then but there are ministry too that we can probably call at any time yes that say hey we have a team that wants to come in and do some uh soul winning you know how can let's get this going but really we can bring teams anywhere around here yeah anywhere you know? and and so if you're if you're a church or if you're a person or if you want to bring a youth group or a group and you guys want to um really get activated in soul winning uh then let's chat about you know coming here at metro new york city we're we're right outside the city i have one too yeah i know i'm just saying oh, okay. like you know if you want to arrange for a team to come or if you want to get trained in soul winning or activated or whatever that looks like let's talk you can shoot us an email at raising the revival generation at gmail.com um, or send us a dm on any of our platforms and we will get back to you and just we can coordinate doing that because it's something that we're really passionate about yeah and so with that, I got the opportunity to go with a pastor friend to visit a ministry that he was he's kind of overseeing called the Father's Heart. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was just a cool experience because this was the reason why we came down here. Mm-hmm. We came down here because God told me to preach the gospel to Amen. this church. And he literally said, watch the dry bones come to life. Amen. That was that was the vision for the church. But the vision for the ministry, this ministry was to go into an area and preach the gospel to the lost. And mm-hmm. the harvest is plentiful. And so I got the opportunity to go to New York City uh, on a couple Saturdays ago mm-hmm. and and be a part of a ministry called The Father's Heart that does it does food ministry. And so they have people that line up at 8 o'clock, at earlier than 8 o'clock in the morning to come into this, this church to receive uh, a meal. So they get breakfast. Then they get to do like a shopping inside the, the church. And then they get to leave. Then they give them two, produ- two bags of pro- fresh produce that they get to leave with. So... There's, there was over a thousand people who lined up to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing that they do that I really love, and this is what I got to be a part of, and my friend Mike Nelson wants to come down and be a part of this too, and we're going to plan this trip, is that as the people are in line to receive the groceries and go into the, to the church, 
um, they have evangelists that walk the lines. And I got yeah. to be one of those evangelists. Um, and Amen. my job was to go ask people if they wanted prayer, tell them about Jesus Christ, and uh, and do that. And, and it was an amazing... I mean, you're talking about... there was a thousand, We did 1,079 people lined up for food. That's incredible. And I got to just walk and pray and with people. With and people. Just show the, yes. They're lined up there to hear. The, yes. and, and they're coming because they know the love. Yes. They know the love. They, like, like Jesus says that you, they will know you by your love, mm-hmm. right? They will know you're my disciples because you love, right? And, and that's literally what's happening. Like, that's the works aspect of faith to say, like, God loves them, and therefore we're going we're gonna to do the work of Jesus Christ by meeting the needs. And then that opens the door for the gospel to go forth. Amen. That's so both right. of these ministries do those things. Yeah. And so to just step in and, and to have free reign, they're like, yeah. hey, you're a pastor. Go go share the gospel. Right, like, okay, Amen. I'm gonna do it. That's great. And so um and so I got to walk the line. I got to talk to them. I got to pray with them. I got to share the gospel with them. Some of them didn't understand English. So if you know Mandarin or Spanish, <laughs> please get in touch if you want to do a mission trip into the city. Amen. Yeah. Um and and so uh and also they do they do a GED program to help mm-hmm. people and an English as a second language to help people too. Yeah. So it's a pretty it's important incredible. ministry in the yes. city. And so we got we both got to do things. Uh, just this past month that yes. were just amazing and they, what God has called us to do down here. Amen. That's right. And so we're excited about that. Yeah. Um, and the best is yet to come. You know, we're, we have a, just a beautiful vision of what God wants to do. I have one more. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I have one more because this one just got birthed just yesterday. Oh. Um, and so that was uh, Saturday, right, when we were getting ready for service. I came down that here. That wasn't and, yesterday. No, but yesterday okay. got birthed. Saturday is the beginning. So, uh so um, I was coming through my office, which is attached to our house. The mm-hmm. phone rang oh, yes. right when I came in, and I picked it up. And someone said, hey, are you having a service? And I saw online that you're having a service. And what they were speaking about was, was like a, was an AA type of service. Yeah. They were looking at what we call it OA, which is actually Overcomers Anonymous mm-hmm. is what we call it. Um, someone said, well, isn't OA Overeaters Anonymous? <laughs> I was like, I think you're right, but they call it Overcomers Anonymous here. Yeah, uh, it's a ministry that they had before, and I said, I'm sorry, there is no service tonight. But if you come back tomorrow at ten, uh, we have a church service, and uh, and so I hung up the phone, and I was like, well, that that was just kind of random, and then I'm upstairs and I'm praying for the service because every Saturday I go into the the, the church and I pray for yeah. about an hour or two, just to just pray. I guess, mm-hmm. get, and sometimes I get lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, actually, the last time I was lost, and. Um, and I'm, I'm praying, and all of a sudden I hear a knock on the door, and it's somebody else saying, hey, I saw that you have a service, a meeting tonight. And I was just wondering, is it actually happening? And I was like, no, I'm sorry. Like, the information is wrong. But I, um, and so I, I said, but, but I told him, I said, but, but we are going to do one. Yes. So Amen. just keep your, keep your ear and eye open. We're going to do one. Yes. And, uh, and so I, the next day, I started talking to a, a member here who has amazing testimony of God's mm-hmm. deliverance. Amen. Who actually worked in this ministry. It's a deliverance ministry. That's Amen. what it is. That's right. These are people who are bound, who are broken. Yes. And, uh, and Satan's kind of slapping them around, and they need uh, freedom. And Amen. Christ came to set the captives free. He came to bind the broken heart. He came to release the prisoners and pronounce the year of the Lord's favor. Amen. And that's, that's right. a deliverance ministry Amen. right there. Yes. And so this man experienced deliverance, and he was doing a deliverance ministry, but over the years, it, it, they just... With the flooding that happened in the building, they COVID. lost their space. Yeah. Well, guess what? Those things are over. Amen. We have built the house of the Lord, and it's a beautiful space for ministry to unfold. Yes. So I went over to him. I said, hey, I heard that you used to do this in the past. He said, I would love to do that again. I said, guess what? We're doing it again. Amen. That's right. And so then I, I, I went downstairs, and then there were two, two members 
who came over to me and they said, have you ever heard of Overcomers Anonymous? <laughs> and I said, the Lord. and I just said, I said, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I told him, I said, someone called last night. Someone came to the church th- <laughs> last night. And then I just talked to, to the leader of it last time. I said, yeah. we're doing it. And she said, praise God. Yeah. She said, because that's how I got saved and started Amen. coming to this church. That's and right. then her husband came over and he said, he said, he, he actually said, he, well, he wasn't even part of our conversation. He came over and said, hey, I, I want to talk to you about Overcomers Anonymous. <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? I said, I said if, it, if God wasn't revealing it through the first two, by yeah. the fifth time, I should be like, <laughs> if I didn't pick up what God was saying, yeah. then I'm stupid. Yeah, that's and right. And God should remove me from ministry because I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But but I said, I said, I said, guess what? We're doing it. And, she, yeah. and they were like, please let us be involved. Yes. Please let us be involved. And actually, there's another story I didn't share. Oh. Someone else was talking about God's grace and how they got to go. Um, their son had, a, had an issue with relapsing and they got to go and be with him. Hmm. And he was going to those meetings. Amen. And I told him, I said, well, guess what we're doing here? Amen. We are doing That's Overcome incredible. as Anonymous and, yeah. he, and they can come. And, be, and she was like, praise God. Yeah. And so there's just, and then I told the board that night. Yeah. I said, we're doing this. And they were mm. like, yes, that's we amazing. have to. Yeah. And so that's another ministry you are starting to those who are in this the area. Lord is good. Who, is, yes. who are bound by Satan. We're going to see freedom and deliverance and yes. testimonies. Amen. Oh my gosh. Are we going to see, we already have a ton of testimonies. Just you so know, you know, you know, what's interesting is that like just on like the past few days on Facebook, on the local like moms groups, there's been several posts of people looking for AA, like that's- several and we're gonna we're doing so it. it's over and over so pray for us and so we wanted to give you a little bit of window of of what we're doing and we have other things coming up we're looking to launch our children's ministry yes that's coming up we're getting our space ready for that uh youth ministry we're hoping to get i ha- actually i had a great conversation last night with somebody who um has children well she teaches in local schools she's got children in local schools and she really she's been here for two years she's she's got a little bit of a better picture of the culture than I do here. And so um, we're really excited to get things going for the youth here and yeah. just invest in. And anyway, so that's just that's just like a little bit of a snippet of, you know, outside Raising the Revival Generation of what's happening. And so when you partner with Raising the Revival Generation, this is what you're partnering with. Yeah. And so it's not just the broadcast, although this is a big portion of it. It's not just, um, you know, the post online or or the your your reels or any of those things. My reels. Um, but it's really, it's the gospel. <laughs> Mike the Nelson gospel watches those he loves them <laughs> he loves them but it's the gospel it's all about the gospel and and um we really truly are seeing the dry bones come to life here Amen. and it is incredible to be here it's incredible to see at crazy and, speed too and, and to just walk and just like just to see and you so you imagine that you imagine those literal dry bones coming to life and what it looked like and what it saw and then we're in this moment and it's literally what we're seeing on the spiritual side happening right in front of us. Yeah. And that's incredible. And we're so grateful to be here. You know, we have a deep level of just gratefulness and, and we're honored to be here that um, that God brought us here and that they're, you know, this is, uh, the nations are here. They're right here. Yeah. Right in New York City and right outside of New York City. And so we're believing great things for this area and for this nation and for the world and that it's not over. No. It's, it's not over, and it's going to be a glorious year where we're going to hear of manifestations and beautiful things happening of God just like revealing himself this year, and it's going to be incredible. And, and if you have a testimony, by the way, yes. of what God is doing, please share it with us. Yes, amen. To, if, if you can share it with us, please share it with yes. us, because we'd love that. We Testimonies build our faith. Yes. We had a, we had a just a couple of weeks ago, we were doing a service. And we had a testimony because we prayed for a man who had to get a stint put in. Mm-hmm. And but 
and he already had it scheduled and he was going in and and we prayed we said god let it be the most let it be the quickest recovery amen and uh he had the stint put in and they brought him down to to, to see how it was doing because they were like you're gonna have to keep you here two days he got kicked out of the hospital because he healed so fast that they kicked him out a day early they said you got to go home like you, and he's and he was like i can't believe that they did that amen and so he actually he actually got to go home early and then when he shared that testimony that's when our friend stood up and he started he said he, he's yelling praise god and he goes he goes we prayed for a lady who got hit by a truck oh that <laughs> was remember? incredible yes yeah and her her healing was miraculous too and she wasn't even a believer no she's a jehovah witness and, and she said this is the first miracle she's ever, ever seen in her life yeah and she said it's because your church prayed, prayed. <laughs> And so big things God Amen. is doing. And this is us going into 2024. Yes. The 2024 is going to blow yes. the lid off of it. I'm telling you, it is going to be an amazing yeah. year of, of just God's glory, that's filling right. the house and then flowing through people. That, yes. That's that's the that's the word for you. That's the prophecy spoken is that the, the house of the Lord is going to be filled with the glory of God and it's going to flow like a river through those who believe. That's right. Amen. And the world's going to see the glory of God. Yeah. Amen. Right. Amen. And so, it, all right. At this point, there it is. that's the end. Don't forget to uh, follow all of our socials. You know them Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, our Facebook group. That's what it is. We do have a Twitter, but it's it's it it's has it needs very life support. Not <laughs> um, but if you would like to sew into what God is doing here at Revival Generation Ministries, um, I believe I put the links on this these live this live episode but of course if you're watching the replay you're going to see it on there as well we'll link everything it below. will be an episode a podcast and this will too. this will be up on yeah. spotify and um <clears throat> apple and everything else too uh shortly so you'll you can do it and um yeah so that that's it we love you guys we are praying for you pray for us and uh we will see you next week and and know this god loves you and he has wonderful plans yes. for your life not plans of disaster but plans of a hope and a Amen. future that's, that's right. jeremiah 29 11 take that's that right. verse with you into this year and believe it and and you will see it yes amen amen god loves you we love you bye bye, bye. watch this ready i'm watching